Hello and welcome to The Smartest Guy I Know, brought to you by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Go to anchor.fm today. Also brought to you by Mountain Artist Democracy Entertainment Club, promoting the arts of all forms. If you're a singer, songwriter, visual artist, commercial artist, even a mime, content creator, filmmaker, stand-up comedian, Contact the Mountain Artist Democracy today on Facebook. Thank you. Yeah. Hello, Skinner. Hello. No, Skinner. I had a dream. I'm all alone. I'm rolling a big donut. And there's a snake wearing a vest. <laughs> oh. No, not that kind of dream, Pee-wee. <coughs> Lord. Welcome Lord. to the podcast, everybody. Not being so formal this evening. We're just kind of, you know. I, I hate to use this, this millennial meh thing, but. Yeah. Kinda, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, brought to you by Anchor, Anchor.fm for all your podcast needs. Record, edit, distribute, Anchor.fm. Thank you. Anchor! All right. We are also proudly listed now as an endorsed artist of the Mountain Artist Democracy Entertainment Club. Check them out on Facebook. Um, for uh, artists of any kind, visual artists, you know, literary artists, content creators. Yeah, yeah, I got the mime thing in. Even a mime. I want a mime. I want a mime. If I can find a mime, I would proudly endorse a mime in a heartbeat. Yeah, we couldn't interview a mime. It'd be questions and no answers. That may be the best conversation ever. People would want to hear that dead silence. Because they just want us to shut up. <laughs> yeah. well, I get told to shut up all the time so it's okay check out mountain artist democracy today <laughs> well skinner boop, boop. what's up brother probably my blood pressure but it's okay oh uh, well mine's medicated so actually i, I hopefully I, mine's not i have no reason for mine to be everything is actually pretty groovy yeah kind of chill kind of chill every day kind of laid back Got a little snow this week yeah we need more snow yeah, I mean, you know. I just want more snow because I don't want the bugs. Right, 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 right. I don't care about any other reason. Well, I just don't like, want the bugs. I just, I don't care about the snow. We could have three feet of snow, which means my van can't move. Uh, you know, and that's about the only way they would shut down the branch or we wouldn't have to work is if it was enough snow that they had to call a statewide state of emergency where you can't get out. But I want, I just don't want the bitter 10 degrees below zero cold. You know, that's, that's what we Well, see, I, I will take the 10 degrees below zero cold to get rid of the bugs. I just don't want bugs. Nope. No bugs. Bugs have a purpose. It's a bug's life. But I don't want bugs. I don't want a bug's life. I just don't want bugs. If we can find a way to get every rat out in the cold and freeze them to death instantly, that'd be cool. No, now. That's malarkey. No, you know. 
Let's yeah. let's start the podcast. Talk about it bugs started. and rats. We can talk about anything. That's what I'm saying. But that's what we're talking about bugs and rats. Okay, bugs and rats. But I got one better because it's another episode of the podcast. And guess what time it is? It's ancient alien update time. Oh God! Guess what? It's been two weeks since an alien update. Ancient alien update. And guess what? what? Still no aliens come to visit. Do you know this? Nobody's Do you got know proof of it? Why? They're going, to, they're, they're going to be smarter than us. Why does anybody have proof? Oh, let me, let me quote a oh. 2012 article from, wait a minute, some of the smartest people in the world that you can even read, the Smithsonian Magazine. Now, I kind of think I would trust the Smithsonian. But I don't. Think, it's fake news. Oh, is it fake news? Well, we'll not get into that. Uh, but, you know, you should be an expert on fake news. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, quoting, quoting a 2012 article after the introduction of, of uh, Ancient Aliens, the idiocy, fabrications, and lies of ancient aliens. The History Channel, or now just history, presents a self-appointed challengers of science to take on the idea that aliens cause the extinction of non-avian dinosaurs. So, it, it, it goes on to me, and there's many, many debunking uh, sites out there that just show that they throw this together. Excuse me. And yes, I'm lighting a cigarette. It's actually not lighting a new one. I'm relighting one because it goes out. Fire safe. Yeah. Um, but it's just the idiocy that goes along with it. Now, this. wait a minute. That article, because I really wasn't paying attention, it was like, wah, 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 wah. but I did hear that the aliens are the reason the dinosaurs did. The dinosaurs non non-avian, the ones that didn't fly. So, so they saved around. they saved the birds. Well, they saved. I mean, I don't or, know, or, or not birds per se. They but, saved. Yeah, they're saved. The yeah, it's basically fire. like a bad movie afternoon. It's like Sharknado, except it's alien versus dinosaurs. They need to make that. Hey, there we go. Or uh, the forgotten from uh, Jurassic Fight Club. Uh, there's an article about that thing. I've heard that title before. Jurassic Fight Club. I think it's either it's. I don't know what it's called. Do they talk about Jurassic Fight Club? Yeah, no one. That's the first real Fight Club. Is no one talks about Jurassic Fight Club. Speaking of Fight Club, seen that the other day. You know, the big thing is you don't talk about Fight Club. But why is it their Facebook page has like seven million followers? Somebody's talking about Fight Club. Yeah, so that means so, somebody broke the first rule of Fight Club. Like seven million people broke the first <laughs> a rule. Bunch of people. And a bunch of snitches are getting stitches. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> well, when the leader of the Fight Club is a schizophrenic weirdo, <laughs> you know, he's got multiple personality disorder. I think he's probably talking to the guy. He's talking to himself about Fight Club. So, what's wrong with what what's wrong with talking to yourself about? Oh, things? I talk to myself all the time. I answer myself. Well, can, now wait a minute. I'm always can, no, 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 no. You can talk to yourself and you can answer yourself. You just can't go what <laughs> and look off in the space waiting for an answer. But why can't you? Because maybe the aliens. You're waiting for the aliens to answer. Well, if you're waiting for that. You know, you're backing up. <laughs> you're backing up. Yeah, yeah. Well. So, yeah, there goes on there. So much wrong with the Ancient Aliens episode that I could spend all week trying to counteract every incorrect assertion. That's a direct quote. Uh, this common technique among the cr uh, cranks and self-appointed challengers of science is called Gish Gallop. After a young Earth creationist, Dwayne Gish, proving when giving the public presentations about evolution and creationism, Gish rapidly spouted off a series of misrepresentations and falsehoods to bury his opponent under an avalanche of fictions and distortions. So uh, as to uh, and unquote as to bury the the truth or whatever. I'm just saying is they have brought up like ridiculous things like aliens came down here and had uh, prehistoric or not really prehistoric or 
bronze age, copper age humans to just dig gold for them because they just wanted gold. So they weren't like trying to uh, help us anywhere. They just greedy. Apparently gold is like, if, apparently they're Ferengi that are, uh, that are invading us back then. They came down to make us dig gold because, you know, gold press latinum was the, Fer the Ferengi's choice of, of uh, uh, currency. So, Oh, that now, now are, are you just like still on this? Are you referring to like the ancient alien stuff or the ancient astronaut theory that that man was actually corrupted by ancient aliens down here that they had like Neanderthal and Cro-Magnon man? They actually go back to that far and said that our DNA was corrupted by aliens and they bred a new human to make the that's the missing link. Oh, oh yeah, they get crazy. Dude. I mean, they, they they've got stuff that you see how much I pay attention to crap like that. Well, right? you, you don't watch it. And I watch it to make fun of. I don't watch it because I don't have like cable. Well, you know, you're almost off grid. Uh, well, yeah. I get like 32 like regular public broadcast channels, and I'm good with that. Well, I get bored. But it never goes off PBS, so it's all uh, right. I get bored. So, and I like to make fun of things, and this is really great to make fun of because there's so much, there's so many holes in this boat. It makes the Titanic look like it's seaworthy. So, I mean, <laughs> come on. Uh, it was seaworthy for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Until it got a great big gash in the side of it. And of course, a great big hey, gash is always a problem. Have you have you seen the meme? No. It shows a picture. Uh, it shows a gigantic iceberg. And then the next picture, it shows the Titanic. Yeah. And then the next picture, it says, shows the Titanic saying, I'd hit that. <laughs> well, you know, well it looks sense. like you did. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That went completely. Well, you know, we all should. You know, be concerned about gashes. They won't get you. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. And now, the I rest. lost half of my listeners. No, you probably gained some from that. I'm telling you right now. Well, that you was. Know, because, you know, <laughs> fat man bad from now on out. It's still. <laughs> That's great. But I, I had to do that, and I, and I now have uh, Big Brother Plug <coughs> doing ancient alien research for me since they've decided to move it from Friday night, the worst slot in television, to Saturday night at 10 o'clock. So, who's going to watch? That's like the second worst night in television. I know. It's like, and 10 o'clock is like the slot like nobody watches. Because I'm telling you right now, I, I don't watch TV Saturday nights. Yeah. Who's that? Everybody's out. If I watch TV on Saturday nights, once again, it's PBS. But. That's because the Ma wants to watch something. But. It's easier just to let her have control of TV. Right. But, as ancient uh, aliens, Cro-Magnon, you know, I, I believe that there's aliens, but that, that theory is... I like, believe in the... I mean, I'm not saying I believe, because I'm not going... I'm saying I'm open-minded enough to say that we're probably not the only ones in the universe. Well, if we That's are, the then our arrogance is, is out there. Well, because you're also looking at that, that if they are so technologically advanced to travel in space at hyperspeeds that pass light and go to different planets... They're not want to come to this monkey hole. Why would he want to come here? You know, I mean, like I said, we barely control the crap we got now. You know, we're destroying everything we live in. We can't get along with each other. I mean, why would they want to come here and go, oh, yeah, that's what we left here long. Well, maybe that's their plan. Maybe that is their plan. If we destroy ourselves, they come and take our... Hey, you need to be on Ancient Aliens. We'll make you an expert. You just got to be Dr. Skinner, the alien expert from West Virginia. I think I'll pass. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta do something like, um, I'm doing ancient West Virginian tree carving studies of aliens that were just put up there last week. Are you serious? I'm just kidding. That's what I'm saying. You become a doctor of that. 
Doctor, 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 doctor. Wow. I have to have this rant. It's hilarious because it's it's ancient alien update, and ancient alien update comes every little while and will tell you, nope, they still haven't came back. Well, I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just, they, 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 and I like every ridiculous theory. They have a smidge of something that they claim onto, and you know, it all comes from these Anasazi things, these old tablets and and stuff that they found, and then. But then they try to link them all together because they really, really reach for things. I mean, really reach for things. You know, I just, I, I, I just, it's, I don't know. It it's like, it's like flat earthers and, and oh yeah, stuff. yeah. We'll not go there. Well, you we can go there. That's stupid. Okay, uh, I, that's just ridiculous. How many over around five hundred people have been in space in history? Right. Yeah, uh, I guess. Podcast. Oh, I have. I, I looked it up. Actually, I got. I didn't look it up. I got it from a uh, another podcast that from an from an astronaut who's been in space for ninety five. Well, but days. it also depends on what kind of space you're talking about. Yeah, well, I don't want to talk about head space that some of y'all people went into. Y'all people. <laughs> but, uh, um, but basically, five around five hundred human beings have been in space, either to the moon, if you believe that, which I do. Or in, in Earth orbit, in the space station, or a space shuttle, or a capsule of some type. You know, Yuri Gagarin being the first, John Glenn being the first to circumnavigate the globe. You know, things like that, if you if you read history and understand that, which will be a great segue into our next subject here in a minute. And, uh, but so, if there's 500 people have basically been in space, and all of them pretty much agree that they circled around the globe. You can look at it. It's it, it's it's a sphere. Yeah, well, I mean, when they send you pictures back, it doesn't look like a dinner plate. You know but what I mean? But I mean, wow. Anyways, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. you just you just generically drum roll. Yeah. Wow. And sound bite. These are the same people that the uh, the same people that say the Earth is flat have the space and same kind of people. I'm not saying the same people. There may be people who don't think this space is fake and think the Earth's flat, but I don't know why. You've got the spaces fake people now who think that everything is, why haven't we left low Earth orbit since the moon landings? Now, I'm saying there's probably some balderdash to call on that, that, you know, we could, we've, we could probably go outside Did of the Earth orbit. Did you just say balderdash? Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> maybe because I'm an idiot, but like words like balderdash should be in like, some like old school show or come from like Rocky and Bullwinkle or a dictionary. It's called vocabulary. Those papers aren't used for other things. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's not go there. I have heard people doing horrible things with classic books like that, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's your weekly or whenever I feel like it, ancient aliens update. And thank you for that. But speaking of the, Learning of the people who have been in space and how many people in space and we've lost in space, you know, the, the, the whole family took space. off. Exactly, you know, with the rob with the robot, we'll never see him again. Uh watched the reboot on Netflix, it's kinda cool, but it kinda lost me after a while. Uh, anyways, my next subject, and you're gonna love this because I've got two articles in which to cite this from, and I will give them credit. I'm calling this segment United States is stupid. <laughs> it is a 
is it? I've got two articles here. One from uh, not so I don't uh, not to say that I'm not open minded and won't read everybody's stuff, but this one's from the New York Post of February 2019. So a year ago this week, Americans don't know much about the nation's history. Well, no, they want to erase it. No, no, no. This is what's crazy. Uh, quote, a new survey found that the Americans have abysmal knowledge of the nation's history and majority of residents in only one state could not could pass the citizenship test. Now, I'm not going to mention the state. It says the Woodrow Wilson National Fellowship Foundation surveyed 41,000 Americans, Americans in all 50 states. Why won't you mention the state? And Because I don't want to call them out. And Washington, D.C., which I will call them out because it's kind of a whole. The organization said Friday. Now, this was last year. Most disturbingly showed that only 27% of those under the age of 45 across the country demonstrate a basic knowledge of history, and only 4 in 10 Americans can pass the citizenship exam. You live here and can't pass the exam to be a citizen. <laughs> Where do I even start? Uh, so, and that was a quote, direct quote from the New York Post. Um... It gives different states. Louisiana the residents demonstrated the least knowledge of their country's history, with a 27 percent making to cut to, uh, to making the cut to pass. Wyoming, South Dakota, Montana, and Virginia. Okay, it was Vermont. Followed Vermont at the top of the list, while Kentucky, Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi were just above Louisiana. I'm willing to bet that we're pretty right in the middle as far as West Virginia, because for some reason, a lot of West Virginians like to know where the state came from and what the nation came from. There's a lot more people seem to. Have more pride in that around here, I think. I, I seem to have that. I feel that, you know? But I guess it's getting worse as we get along. Well, it, it's 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 2020. Or they forgot all this about us being a state in the survey, and they're not counting us. That's probably, they, they probably they, think they, that we're, we're still part of Virginia. Yeah, they, they probably still think that we're part of Virginia and, and, and whatever, but now that Virginia wants to, like, come to us. <laughs> Anyways, but that, like, yeah. Well, and they also go on to cite that the reason a lot of the problem is that they don't teach history like they used to. Well, it's not pressed as a as a big thing to be. They don't. They to don't know teach. facts and figures and dates and stuff like they used to. No, they don't, because all they're worried about is math and your quote unquote sciences, sciences right? Yeah, which aren't right. even sciences anymore. It's what can you poke into your tablet and let it figure it out for you, right? Right. But you know, it, it's. And I don't know if those numbers are exactly right. These are some like I said, this, and but I how are they? Like to say forty to the, under the age of forty-five. I am forty-one, right. and I probably know quite a bit, quite a bit of the history. But you may be. But at the same time, it, it's I don't know. It's just that's just ridiculous. But this is one, and like I said, this is a survey of forty-one thousand people from across the U.S. And that's not saying it's everybody because there's what three hundred and sixty, three hundred eighty million people in the U.S. right now. So it's just a sample. But it was. It says. This is the one that really kind of got me. Well, not one. There's a couple other things. It says the study also revealed that only 15% of American adults were correctly note the year the U.S. Constitution was written. I'll give you that. The exact year. Because we're not really told the exact year. year. It's 1787. And it said, um, you know, and about the amendments, there's been 27 amendments to the the Constitution. Okay, that's fine. It says a quarter of the surveys are unaware. Now, this is the one that this is in this day and age. With electronic media, social media, and everything's available at the instant of a thumb press on your phone or another device. Your car. You know, you can hit your screen in your car and get anything you want. 
All right. A quarter of survey takers were unaware that freedom of speech is guaranteed under the First Amendment of the Constitution. <laughs> so one out of four didn't know that freedom of speech is guaranteed in the Constitution. These, oh, now, and I worry about these, these, you know, under 41, so this will definitely be under 40. Five, what was under 45? Under 45, This yeah. is definitely, you know, you get down, this is the future of the country. These are the leaders. You got to be how old to be president and so old to be a, a different politicians and stuff for our offices. These are the, these are going to be the future leaders of the country and some present leaders. Um, and 57% did not know that Woodrow Wilson was president during the, the First World War. Wow. Over half. Now, I've seen other ones. I've seen um, these things where they walk up to people. And yeah, do my, the, like the late night shows. There and... are people who don't know who, who was president before Obama. Yeah. I know. That, that's, you can that... walk up to people and go, who won the Second World War? You know what you get? We did. <laughs> Who's we? We did. Who did we fight? Uh, Them. Uh, that's what you get. I mean... And it goes. It goes on. There's more about this article. It's like I said. It's in the New York Post from February of last year, but it just kills me about. And I and and, and I'm not. You know, the, I named the show the smartest guy I know because I am kind of arrogant about the, how much I know sometimes. But kinda, I'm not. That is all. Kinda is. He is. I don't think I'm the smartest guy I know because I know so much. Uh, I, I kind of, and I, I've explained it in the first episode. If you haven't heard, go back and listen to it. But I also appreciate intelligence and the thirst for knowledge. You should want to know. You appreciate intelligence and you had me as your co-host. I guess you had to have some comic relief. Comic relief. There you go. I just, it it blows my mind. It's to still sit back and and those numbers and the the amount of people that don't know this and don't know that. But it's just like, were you that stoned or did you not have the education? We want to sit here and and I'm, I'm... going to get a little bit of political high horse for a small second was immigration and these people that take these tests that learn our history and want to become a citizen legally know more than what our our, our naturalized citizens are that is that is terrible therefore our education programs are broke okay if you cannot i mean i i 2000, 1999, throwback, 1999, I moved to Ohio for a job. Ohio, our next door neighbor, the state right beside of us. And people literally, where are you from? Charleston, West Virginia, because they're not going to know where Buffalo is. No, 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 no. Charleston, West Virginia. Oh, how close is that to the beach? I don't know, six hours? Oh, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I don't know, Beach Fork maybe? Somerville's got a beach. I, and a I lake. always want to walk around when I'm out of state. Somewhere I want to walk around a shirt that says West Virginia was a state formed in 1863. Oh yeah, like like I I think I need to write a song about it because so many people, like, you know, how long have you been in the state? I didn't know that. 150 some years. Okay, I mean, <laughs> you know, whatever. Well, and that, and that goes back to like the days of, of junior high, middle school for me, as oh, well as for you, the Golden Horseshoe. Oh yeah, the Golden Horseshoe. You learned about your state. You had to learn the counties and the seats and all this stuff, but you've also there was there was other programs like that that you got to learn. You had to learn 
about about you and the history and and now granted with everything that's been going on the last few years other than basically people people in general wanting to erase a lot of history but still to know history that's you know basic history is just oh. well I mean because you get in what they call revisionist history people want to rewrite history you cannot argue with basic numbers oh I mean there's some that things names and dates should be important there's things yes, in history I want to rewrite but... there was a lot of stuff that was left out of history when I was taught you know when I was coming up but there's also stuff that was left in that they don't even talk about now you know I, I would literally like, and if anybody out there Anybody that listens, probably like even Hoss. Hoss has probably got access to one. I want to see a modern history book. I want to see well, ha- well, or or some kind of modern high school <laughs> literature. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, um, I want to see what what it, what it, what it teaches. It's just absolutely because it's absolutely. like it's ridiculously crazy. I mean. It's. I know that that in you know in, in in junior high, junior high and high school, I had you know world history up to this point. Then the next year you would have history up to this point. Then blah 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 kept going on, you know. It, it, but what are they doing? So Hoss or anybody out there that's still in school, find me what you're studying as far as history. I want to know what they're doing. I'm just curious. I right, just right. I do too. Let me show you. Give me some other things. This is from a Forbes article. Uh, this is actually from October 11th of 2018 from Forbes magazine. Miss explain why Americans don't know much about history. And uh, this is, it's got some numbers in here that kind of are shocking. Um, I'm trying to scroll down on my tablet here. If it'll give me a second there to bear with me. Um, oh, come on. Come on, host. Uh, see, technology is always fighting us. It's lovely. But we may have to come back after the break on that. We've got a break coming up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the point, okay, here we go. Three bullet points here they talk about during this article in, in Forbes magazine from 2018, October. Only 28% of people surveyed in this one from Forbes magazine knew there were, that could name three of the 13 original columns. Wow. 28%. Only 24% could answer one thing that Benjamin Franklin is, pre- is uh, famous for. Uh, I can name three and not even have to think about it. You know? Um, for one thing, he was kind of a hoe bag and liked to go over and do French women. But he was a, he was a, a, Gashes. a ambassador. You know? I mean, he was be also in basically in the bifocals, the Franklin stove, uh, experiments with electricity, Blah, 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 blah. Okay. 24% could answer that correctly. And 37% of those people that suggested that Benjamin Franklin invented the light bulb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. This is one, because I am such a fan of this period in history. Before he was president, Dwight D. Eisenhower was a general. Dwight David Eisenhower. You know? Yeah. Kind of a big deal. Kind of. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. European commander. 12% said he was a general in the Civil War. Holy cow. 6% said he was a general in the Vietnam War, not realizing it was the Second World War. 
and he was Supreme Allied Commander in the Second World War, who formulated and got with his generals and made up the invasion of Normandy to free uh, Europe from the Nazis. Nazis. These are the same people who, if you go against anything that they believe in right now, will throw the word Nazi at you like it's calling you a mud person or calling you something like that. I mean, anything. They're calling you horrible names. Because, yeah, nobody likes Nazis. I don't even think Nazis like each other. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of stupid. Current day Nazis don't like each other. Yeah, I don't even think back then they all wanted their own stuff. They were all just piling up riches. They were all, all, they were doing. They were all in they math. Were all it's okay. Yeah. And, you know, Hitler had the syphilis out of her age. We should have just let him be an artist, man. <laughs> I mean, somebody, well, the first thing, they shouldn't have bought his book. That's I mean, true. I mean, when you write a book in jail, probably shouldn't buy a book from a dude in jail. He wrote Mein Kampf in prison. But how many people have written books in jail? What? But how many people have written books you should listen to in jail? <laughs> yeah, think about that. Yeah, no. Didn't Charlie Manson write some books in jail? Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> an example of Charlie Manson. I know. I won't follow Hitler, but I'll follow Charlie Manson because he carved a swastika in his forehead. Hey, did Dahmer make a cookbook while he was in jail? Probably. He didn't live long enough to make a cookbook in jail. He kind of didn't last too long. <laughs> Him and a broom handle. Just eh, whatever it was. He was, uh, you know, given uh, what I would probably, it's going, going out probably if you turn that off. If you guys hear the squeaking, please just pay no mind. Yeah, I think it's ah, probably going out of fuel. What's that one? What? I don't know. Something squeaking. My ears are hurting. It's, I think it's the propane running up. But anyways, we got a break. Boy, just said propane. We got a break. So uh, we'll be back. Thank you. Yeah, we're back. If you people could actually hear some of the stuff that goes on during the break, you would probably never listen again. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> or you would continue to listen and go... We want to hear what you talk about then and more and more. And You, Code of Shame. Nope. Okay. Can't do it. We will uh, introduce the Code of Shame the Code of Shame or the Tube of Shame on a later episode. That'll be a hoss. <laughs> well, we'll tell you. Yeah, he can do his DMV voice from the Tube of Shame. <laughs> oh, that's the best thing ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, to finish up what I was talking about earlier, I don't blame teachers for this. No, no, I don't blame. I don't know. No, no, it's a, blame, it's a system. It's a systemic problem. Yes, with and it's failures on all points from parents to students to teachers to technology to the system that's kind of messed it up. Goes, it goes back to this: keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, it does. Okay, when you have countries that are thumping us in education, so we rush and rush to to compete with them. And all you do is fail. That's where the problem is. Well, you leave stuff behind. And, well, we could get into something else about that about those web we're using to make sure everything's, you know, nerfed. Well, you can't hurt anybody's feelings because we got to got to nerf the world. Now serving. B four seven at window number four. Oh, oh, oh my DMV! It's time for you to get my stuff. Thank you, Hoss. Uh, all right. Well, my next thing tonight, and um. I'd like to thank everybody who's uh, sent their positive energy and their thoughts and prayers and really prayed for me and because of what I've gone through this week, if anybody doesn't know, um been having some respiratory problems and issues with running out of breath and uh, going to work and had some chest pains. And so this week, last week I had a stress test 
and they scheduled me for a heart catheterization this week and this past Wednesday. I went into uh, St. Mary's Heart, uh, into the hospital St. Mary's in the, in the cardiac area down there and had a heart catheterization done where they went into your wrist. Uh, while they were in there, it was they said if they did find any blockages or problems, they would try to repair or do what they could while they are in there. And they had to they found two 80% blockages. Uh, they had to put stents in the upper part of my heart and the lower part of my heart on the blood vessels that actually control the heart. Um, and I can honestly tell you this. When they put the stent in the top, I thought I was a vampire being put on a stick. It felt like they were ramming a, a steel bar through the middle of my chest. Now, do I feel better afterwards? Absolutely. Am I working on my smoking problem? Absolutely. Uh, I was always, I've been told for years that I'm fat and I smoke too much. I understand that. I am fat. I do smoke too much. So, you know, we'll get through it. I'm, I'm down from over two packs a day to right around one. So that's an accomplishment there. Um, but, it, you know, if, if you're, I'm going to tell you right now, if you have a family that's got a, a history of cardiac problems or heart disease in your family, and, and you're reaching a certain age to where you think that this is something you should get looked at or you're having issues no matter what age you are, uh, go to a doctor. Tell them exactly how you're feeling. Find a doctor that you're comfortable with, first of all, and just tell them straight up, I don't feel good. This is what hurts. This is my problem. You know, they're there to help you, and you're paying them. Good Lord, you're paying them. So, you know, reach out to them and find out what's going on. If I wouldn't have found this at only 48 years old, I could have went on and nursed myself through and hobbled through and may have had a heart attack by 50 or sooner. So, uh, thank good Lord I'm, I'm doing much better and uh, hope to get healthier as the year goes along and, and be around for a while. So uh, Eat veggies. Poop more. We'll not, we'll not get into a conversation about dietary choice until maybe later on. Or drink coffee. It makes you poop. Ugh, coffee's nasty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> three I, weeks, three weeks in a row, I have brought up poop. Well, you know, you're you're, you're the poop king. Poop king. Poop Boy. king. Anyways, what's next on your pew pew points? I've only got one more. And I didn't oh no! That's the last one. Yeah, we, we, we wanted to go longer tonight, so I thought you had something on your mind. I've always got stuff on my mind. Well, <laughs> Just sometimes uh, I've got I'm worried about what's on your mind. <laughs> and, um, well, go ahead and get yours, and then we'll, 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 we'll figure something else out. This is very, very short. I do not care about the Oscars in any way. I don't want to hear anything about it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to know anything about what's going on, so why ruin my night by covering newscasts and a whole channel with nothing but that stupidity? I don't care. End of subject. Now, no, it's not end of subject, because right. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Of course you are. <laughs> As an artist, and you're an artist, I may not agree with the Academy, but there's a lot of crap, a lot of people that don't get recognized for what they should Ones that don't get recognized that have passed away. You got great films, great short films, great special effects. Go on for days. But in the same aspect, we get hours of, of news coverage of this. 
that you don't like. I don't care for it either. But how many hours of pregame oh, yeah. do we get for the Super Bowl? The whole day. Or do we get for the NCAA, SEC, ACC National Championship oh, game? Oh, months. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, at, yeah, we're coming up on March Madness soon. We won't be able to do anything. Well, it, yeah, it comes. It, it comes to basketball. I mean, you get that. Yeah, you get months. Comes to the NCAA. They own the rights to March Madness. Pardon okay, me. it's okay. We're we're giving them props, but at the same time, all these go sports. It's the same difference. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. There's a lot of people, and I've seen like uh, the Super Bowl last weekend. Matter yeah, of fact, yeah. that the next morning I open my Facebook, and every other post is. I hate sports. I hate sports. I don't care. Or this post is the halftime show was a joke or go Kansas city or sorry, 49ers. It's, it's mixed. So as, as you say, and you don't care about the Oscars is the same difference as somebody saying they don't care about the Super Bowl. I don't care about that either. I don't either. I mean, once again, we won't I mean, go I'm there. watching for the commercials. So. I don't even watch it anymore. It's just, well, it, it, it's, and, 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 and it, it comes down to a common problem among all of us. I mean, I'm sitting in here, like I said before, with with a studio full of toys, oh, yeah. that we are an entertainment society. We spend trillions on entertainment between video games and television and you know music and movies and sports and you know all kinds of things that, that we just we occupy our time worrying about stupidity and not worrying about the guy beside of you who may be in pain. Or who needs help, and uh, you know, and that's kind of a direct reference because apparently Skinner has something going on, and he's wanting to let out a scream and chant, and he cannot say a word because he's on a hot mic. <laughs> you okay, everybody? I'm good. You okay, everybody? I'm good. Ow. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying that we should stop all anything because that you know, film and 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 everything, television and and. Uh, music and it's, we, we're all about that. That's part of the it, bad it, thing is it, that we promote. It really art. is. But it's also it, it's. But when you become a self-important sanctimonious and you're and, money and, and person who just wants a gold statue to prove how good you are, and if if anything besides politics is clickish, it's the Oscars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah, yeah. I'm done with that statement. That's it, right there. Okay. Click. Okay, so you know, well. Because there's no, I'm not even going there because there's so much. And I guess it's where I'm on one side of the of, of the aisle a little more. Yeah. That it's just it's, yeah. it sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, because everybody wants to drag something else into it. Art is supposed to be only self promotional. Supposed to be the definition of art is is that it represents it, nothing but itself. And it also it's it doesn't matter of who, what, when, where, why you are. You're an artist. Right. And if those artists, if all artists aren't getting the recognition they should, then you're doing nothing but feeding the problem. Well, um, I'm a big fan of the Top Gear TV show, the original one from the UK. Yeah. And they did a thing that uh, set up a museum because there was a statement made that automobiles or a car could never be seen as art because they perform another function, you know. Uh, it you know art supposed to be the only function is itself, but you know you've got to look at some of the vehicles that have been made in the last hundred to 120 years, and go some of those things are beautiful sculptures. You know, I mean people may disagree with me, but the lines of a '57 Chevrolet, 
mm. and those tailcoats. You know, the the, the bullet nose Studebaker. You know, the um, of course, you know, you get into some crazy ones. You know, uh, the cord, the boat, you know, the, the, the Duesenberg. Those were form. I mean, that, that's art form, man. The Ferrari. How many generations of Ferrari have just been about form and not really function? I mean, they're just beautiful. The Tesla truck. Oh, yeah. Now, wait a minute. Yeah, okay. We're not going there. The DeLorean on the steroids. DeLorean, man. Yeah, yeah. It's DeLorean four-wheel drive. But have you seen the rebirth of DeLorean? Yeah, yeah. Very really? Right. I mean, yeah. It's like Tony Lama cowboy boot. Yeah. yeah. I mean. <laughs> Lama boot. Or the original Save-A-Lot. Well, I mean. Whose I mean, owner was a serial I, I, killer. I'm one of those people that I, I agree with, you know, with that some things are just beautiful in their inception and in their what it, they but are. What, once again. The new Corvette to me is like, eh, it's, it's, you know, it's beautiful. But like art, what maybe you might well sit here looking at some of your yeah, your art. It's awesome, but somebody come in here and go, yeah, that's butt. Oh yeah. But it doesn't mean that it is butt. No. It's, it's everybody's. Everybody it's it, your opinion. your your opinion. And and when you get to something. Hey, Doc Ambrose, everybody got a couple. <laughs> wow. Hey. Wow. Nothing. Nothing. But. It, it, the, see my mom put you in the planet. Yep. Yep. Uh. It, it, it's. It, it, the, the Oscars, in general, was a joke. Well, it's it's same as the as as the American Music Awards or the what's the other one? What's the other one? My Bloody Me Grub Award. No, that was on last week. Oh yeah, People's Choice Award. Yeah, People's Choice Award. Oh, I mean, no. Yeah. They, anyways, any of, any of these yeah, awards, this is not the People's Choice. Actually, is probably the closest thing yeah, to legit popular vote. But at the same time, popular vote in the art world. Get screwed as well. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. I had on my bucket list to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. Last year, um, Charlotte took me to, to Cleveland, home of my Browns, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Great place. What is Cleveland? <laughs> I went there not for the inductees. How was the duck Howard. I went there for the, the memorabilia. The actual instruments and all that. I didn't care, you know, because a lot of artists that aren't in the music in in the hall that should be. But prime example of how screwed up it is, and it works in in all forms. That this year's popular vote, the two artists that killed it in the popular vote, didn't even make it to the final choices. Really? I'm talking millions and millions of voters. That those two artists did not even get put in the top. Wow, wow. And one of them I'm a super fan of, Dave Matthews Band. Oh, I it. And the other one was Pat Benatar. <laughs> okay. Classic <laughs> rock and roll chick. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, but classic. You can't get more badass than Pat Benatar. Yeah. Those two didn't even make it. And the popular vote is killed it. I mean, there's someone up. Okay, wait a minute. Motorhead didn't make it. Okay, I'm... It, it's just redonkulous. That upsets me. Um, on, a, on a way that I didn't think would happen. I'll give you the ones that made it. Which will be the class of 2020. Which is really crazy to say. But Speaking of 2020, I guess there's like, you're supposed to, when you write out the, the year this year, yeah. they're telling everybody to write out the full year. Because 
bots or some hackers that are out here like doinking people's signature. Anyways, I don't know. Okay, the twenty class of twenty twenty. I only agree with one of these oh, personally. Wow. How many? How many total were inducted? Uh, six. Six. Okay. Um, uh, the Pesh Mode. Yeah. Really. The Doobie Brothers, okay. which is the one I agree Absolutely. with. Absolutely. You can't get more Vietnam era than I mean, the just Doobie. can't. I mean, that's just. Okay. Uh, number three, Whitney Houston. I see it, but I don't see it. When you have legendary artists, she's a legend. Yeah, but you, I mean, yeah. I guess I'm going John. I'm, I'm getting too genre specific here, but. Right, right. Okay. The next one. Which is my genre, which is my style, my generation of music. I don't agree with him being in is Nine Inch Nails. But Nine Inch Nails, I mean, they broke they they broke some stuff and, and did some things that people didn't do. Right, I mean, right, they right. they they're industrial kind of alternative. You, you, if you don't know who they are, check them out. You may not like them. You may like them. Well, and everybody knows who they knows anything about Nine Inch Nails is Dick Reznor and what he could do. It's for years. It was him yeah. and hired guns. Right. All right, the next artist that got inducted is Notor- Notorious B.I.G. Biggie Smalls, he changed the world in a lot of in, in a lot of the R&B and rap. But, but how many albums did he actually have? Two? No, he had way more than that. No, I don't think. Yeah, he. I'm pretty sure I have to look it up. But the next, the, the final one was T-Rex. Okay, Bangagong. T-Rex. <sighs> is you that know? it? That's all I know. So you put Hopefully a had you put a one hit wonder over. Oh, that place is full of one-hit wonders. Oh, that, that trust me. I full mean, it's it's wonders. it's. Um, but um, there's a generation of people down now that are probably the voting members for the Hall of Fame that that is their generation music. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm gonna, let me find the nominees. Uh, I mean, and maybe they'll come in on the second round. You know, they'll get no, the they're game. done. No, I'm, I'm sure. Oh well, yeah, game, right. No, yeah, they'll be second round next year. You know, a lot of people don't get into the into the major sports Hall of Fames in their first round either. Okay, now I'm going to give you the list of artists, the complete list okay. of nominees for 2020. Okay. Pat Benatar. Okay. Dave Matthews Band, okay. which is almost 30 years old. Right, right, right. Okay, people that are, oh, Dave is still new. No, he's been well, out 30 years. I mean, years. if you're dealing with Dave Matthews and Nine Inch Nails, they're Very around the same, same time, time period. So you've got Pat Benatar, Dave Matthews Band, The Pesh Mode, The Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Judas Priest. Okay, there's still a day that Judas Priest is not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. What's wrong with these people? Okay. Craftwork. Never heard of. Never heard of. It's craft with a K and work with an E. One word. Okay. MC5. I'm guessing legendary uh, 80s yeah, hip-hop rap artist. Early, early 80s. Yeah. Okay. Motorhead. I miss you, Lenny. Nine Inch Nails, Notorious B.I.G., Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, okay. Todd Rundgren, okay. Soundgarden, Chris Cornell and Soundgarden was one of the bands that changed the generation and changed music. They, when you look at the grunge era, that, that 92... 96. 90 to 98. But the, the, the peak was the 92 to 96. 96, 96, yeah. You know, really control masters of the universe thing. 
you really hit like five groups. Well, you've got Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains, SDP. SDP, there's five. And there's other ones. I mean, there's one. I mean, you had a lot of other bands, but those five people know. People, you know, definitely know. Okay, mentioned T Rex got in. And the last one is Thin Lizzy. So how many of these people are legendary? Not just legends or rock legends or music legends. Legendary. Lemmy, yeah. the Rainbow Room. Sorry, Jack and Coke was created because of Lemmy. They are going to change the Jack and Coke's name to the Lemmy. To the Lemmy. Right. Okay, I mean, Judas Priest is... is okay, come on. It's That's Judas. an entire fashion statement is stolen from a gay man. It doesn't... <laughs> it's a whole fashion statement... That literally the art, the video that you sent me about the battle vest, they started that. Absolutely. I mean, come on, and 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 that's like I said, I'm not knocking B.I.G. I'm not knocking Whitney Houston. They all have parts in history and did great for for arts and entertainment. Sure. But yeah. Well, I mean, and I think a lot of those are because they've passed. But Lemmy's gone, so why why is Motorhead in there? You know. Uh, I'm going to say this. Pantera's not. Uh, I think that probably scares them. <laughs> they, might, they, might, they might be afraid that Tom will come back and punch him in the face. Oh, His guitar or, is. Or Phil would show up to take the award and be stoned out of his mind. And yeah. All right, I'm Phil. But it, it's just the whole the whole award thing is, is, is crazy to me. I am not. I have people every day. Hey, Skinner, let's do a battle of the bands. Hey, go pound sand. Because it's Battle of the Bands, all it does is stroke somebody's ego. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. break you break the community, you break the scene, right, you break right. the brotherhood of, of, of musicians and sisterhood of, of, of artists. Because well I won this battle of the bands. I don't care. Yeah. It's I will never be part of a battle of the bands. I will never you know, I, my vote in my band will be no. If I'm outnumbered, then I'll do it. But me personally, as an artist, no. As far as you know, if if I have any say at all, I will not support a battle of the bands. You know, it it's it turns out bad. It turns out real bad. Well, and it's because it's subjective. The whole thing. Is. The only way you could do a battle of the bands, legit, would be fifty bands that all play the exact same kind of music. And make that them, and make them all play the same song. That. Or you take 50 bands, a band from every state. How you get that, I don't care. But you take those and you put them in a centralized location with judges from different parts of the world. You may have a chance. But I guarantee one of those bands are going to buy some votes. Well, and you're going to look at, too, is they're, you know, you can, and I've been to enough shows with you and been to enough shows with Tyrion that, some people are just not your type of music. Well, no. You can I mean, go and you can appreciate the artist, and you may be there for another band. I mean, how many stinking uh, the old X Fest when X One Six Three was around? Do we go to going, man? I hate these three bands, but I'm going to stick around for the fourth one. Uh-huh. I mean, and then how many times do we stick around for those three bands and end up liking one of them? Oh, I, I become a soil uh, fan. Soil fan that day. That's exactly what I was thinking of. I mean, I was there to see Typo and Henry Rollins. The next thing I know, soil comes up and melts our face. That, that was that show was worth it. Then to find that. out that I would never support Henry Rollins and everything that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't a lot of people were going to like criticize me for this. And then he got off the bus and said, 
what kind of blank hole do you have me in? And where the F is Huntington, West Virginia? Yeah. Then got back on his tour bus and didn't come off until he played. Played, got back on his bus, and left. Dude, we got some soil and invited us. Dude, they were great. We sat back there and hung out with them, got their autographs. They watched them play dominoes. It was just like, okay, cool. I, I can't play dominoes for hundreds like they were now. Oh, no, no. <laughs> but, I mean, money. it's just... Like I said, it boils down back back to the whole the, the topic of, of the Oscars. Anything like that is a joke. It's well, it's you know it's just it's shameless self promotion. No 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 no. I am the king of shameless self promotion. Well, I mean okay. I will throw a, there you go because I will throw a logo on whatever I can whenever I can. Oh, I've been promoting this podcast every way I can. I'm even drafting people now. Oh, so am I. But I mean, it, it's you could ask anybody. I mean, there, if there's not. Mountain Artist Democracy mentioned or Hangman's Ghost mentioned and like in every conversation I have with somebody, then I'm probably sick. You know, I'm sick, but not that way. You're, you're thick. I'm thick, all right. Thick but it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. So, anyways. So, what's next? I don't know, man. Whatever you just want to. This is the uh, shoot the breeze session now. We're uh, oh, no. coming up on the end of our second half hour already, so we may go a little long time. How much time we got on we this got half like, hour? Seven, eight minutes. Seven, eight minutes. On mm. this one. Uh, that's, that's just on this segment. We'll have another segment. If you want, I can add as many if you want to. Or we, can we will do like at least a part segment. Why not? I've got a little thing I'm going to bring up. We're all going to have to do a third segment because i got some announcements that I want to bring he up. He really wasn't for in for a heart cath. His name is now Wilma. Well, <laughs> I'm joking. I had to throw that in there. But you were all serious a while ago, and I didn't want to interrupt you with a serious note. But I'm glad that you're feeling better. I'm glad that it worked out. We were all were worried about you. Um, they did find out he has a heart. Um, yeah. Which, you know, it's kind of shocking at the same time. But, uh, what? Oh. Yeah. Anyways. I, I told Julie they found that the damage was done. So they traced it somewhere around 2013. Oh. my heart was broken. Oh, stab, stab. Cut, cut. Wow. Keep it above the waist. Love of my life. Keep it above the waist. Make you crazy, but you know, do everything. Crazy. Yeah, and I have said times that I'd like to carve her heart out if I could find it. It'd probably be made out of coal. So, <laughs> oh, did you turn that heat up? It's hot. Uh, turns up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You can turn it back down if you want. I thought that was. You're right. It was a little heater wheezing, like it was one lunging. Wheezing, one lunging, wheezing. Probably all the cigarette smoke. Can't breathe. It's yeah, okay. it might be. It's yeah, right. we've, we've got you know that when we have Big Brother on here to do the podcast, I, 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 I'm good. I, I you know, I'm, I'm good. I, hopefully by that time I'll quit. Hopefully by that time I'll smoke your cigarette. Well, you know, you'll have to smoke them outside the garage. It's okay. I smoke outside of work. You know, so I just, uh, oh, speaking of that, speaking of work, we got a couple minutes here. Let's throw this out here. Uh, let me pull this up so I quote my dates correctly. Uh, da, 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 da. February 15th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Help for Animals uh, Vet Clinic. We'll be at the Putnam County Animal Shelter doing vaccinations and health checkups for your animals. Uh, if you're interested in... in you're looking, yeah, you're looking at rabies. Rabies shots are 15. DHPPL or shots are, are 14. What day is this? February 15th. Friday. 2020. It should be a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, fe- Saturday, February 15th, they're doing heartworm tests, wellness exams, nail trims, microchips, 
uh, heartworm prevention, flea and tick produ- products. I mean, they're doing all kinds of good things, guys, and they're coming up, and and they're taking care of all this. It, it's you deal with them. They're using our you facility. Like, you like nail clips too? Yeah. Um, they're doing, you know, they're doing it at our facility, but it's a great thing. Hopefully, thank you. We're proud of it. Hopefully this becomes a new partnership awesome. with the animal shelter and, and help. We already have a partnership because they do a lot of all of our, not all, but they do part of our sterilizations right. when you adopt. But this, this whole wellness and shock clinic and stuff is, is awesome. So just kind of remember that. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I've got a big yellow dummy with an ear infection and nails that need clipping. But I've been fighting the problem with a nail with the ear infection now for a couple months. So. But she's my baby girl. She's stoned. Big 70 pound dummy. But uh, yeah, that's great. I mean, you know, and like I've told before in the last couple podcasts where I talked about volunteering over there, that was probably one of the coolest things I've done. Um, it's great just to volunteer your time to go help out and, and just, you know, clean food bowls and scoop poop. <laughs> There's a poop brought up again, you know, but you know, I had a good time. I had a good time. I liked it a lot. I will be back. I'll be back to scope your poop. Now back to scope your poop. Oh, but yeah, I just thought about that. I had cool, a minute ago. Cool. Um, so uh, it would be a week from yesterday. Yeah. Okay. This coming Saturday. This coming Saturday. What time? Ten to two. Okay. I'll be there tonight. Um. Ain't getting into ten. No, no, that's fine. Dude. But well, uh, now that I've got the the Reagan out there to <laughs> transport the. Uh, the animals around in the USS Reagan. Oh, well, looks like it's the size of an aircraft carrier. But, uh, let me think what else. What was like five minutes, four minutes? I died to the low level, less than three. Oh, yeah. really? Um, I don't know. I guess we can wait till we'll, next we'll segment. We'll get into the next segment here. Well, we'll be back in a minute. Meow. And we're back again. Uh, you were discussing the uh, event coming up for the, uh, Animal shelter. Yes. But I would like for you to uh, tell, remind everybody again about MadFest coming up May 8th. No, May 2nd. May 2nd, I'm sorry. May 2nd, Riding Hour Park, Nitro, West Virginia, Mental Health Awareness Day. Um, we're still working out the final details, but I'm telling you guys, this is going to be epic. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just a great cause. We're... My committees and my whole club is is our club, not my club. Our club is is putting together something that that's going to be great, um, which is near and dear to my heart. But it's just going to be a great thing. May second, we got like fourteen bands, uh, three food trucks, uh, artists setting up, uh, like art vendors. I have art for sale. We've got out of state artists, out of state bands. We got a band as far as Jersey. Uh, from Bluefield, uh, Virginia is coming up. Uh, bands from Kentucky. It's just, it, I mean, it's all donation based. It, it's you know we, we don't you're not getting charged to come in the gate. You get to see music of bluegrass, metal, classic rock, country, uh, jam kind of band stuff. It's it's a whole spectrum. Yeah, there's cover bands and and, and original bands, original bands and right, and right. solo artists to two pieces to to six piece bands. It's just it's just a good thing and a good day. I mean, and I know you're still working out some other some other events maybe going on during that. You know, I know you've got some artists showing up that do different visual art. Oh, we got a bunch of visual artists. I mean, they're going to have their art there for sale. There might even be a fat guy doing a podcast. Well, actually, there is a podcast already lined up. 
Oh, I know they're there. So we got the you know, J Bomb and Putty Save the Planet. So uh, you know they're gonna, they're going to do their their thing. They're going to have booth setups, uh, raffles. Um, so we definitely know there'll be a short guy on a podcast. Then for sure, be, yeah. shout out to J Ball. And there'll probably be a stupid little red thing with him as well. Oh, uh, little Jackie. Not been brought up on this podcast. I'd little, like to have him as guest. Little red bomb piece of monkey. Anyways, um, I've tried to kill little Jackie a couple times. Side note, little Jackie's not real. He's a stuffed animal. Hey, man, what is that up in the corner? Where? Skinner, you suck, you stupid no good boy. You can't catch right me. Here. You can't catch you me. You're here. no good at what you're doing. Get away from me. Stupid. I knew he was out here. I knew he was. I'll get you. I haven't been able to catch him. That's all right. It's all right. See if I'd have brought the truck. Well, I found somebody's poop in a bucket that wasn't my poop, so I kind of figured it must have been Shardy. Oh, Shardy. I can't figure out how he's getting out unless he's figured out how to open the door. Well, that's all right. We're going to get him. You wouldn't think something that ugly and fat could hide in this garage. You come out here. Oh! Hey! (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of like the centerpiece of the room here. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Oh, wow. But, uh, but anyways, back to Madfest. Uh, well, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's mental health awareness. It's we're raising money for the, um, American Federation or American Foundation for Suicide Prevention based awesome. out of Charleston. Awesome. Um, it's for every, everything, mental health, suicide awareness for anybody and everybody. Like I said last time, it's from, you know, military to first responders to common man to to any and everything, and it's it's you know I it, it's going to be good. Uh, Find out this week that the city of Nitro is actually getting blown up about this. Good deal. And if the city is going to get and has the you know if we're going to get the support of the city, it may be bigger than what we even know. Sounds great. Well, and I, and I do love the point about the mental health awareness day and why you're doing it and who it's tied in with. We all have stuff we can't deal with, y'all. We all have stuff we're not meant to be alone with. We're not meant to deal with alone. Uh, I've gone through it. I know you have. Yeah, boy. We have several friends and family that have, some that still do. They need to know that you can reach out for help. Well, and, and that that that's why it's an awareness day. Is there is in this country, there's a there's a severe stigma to mental health issues. Um uh, People think that you're crazy. People think that, you know, oh, you're a wuss and you can't handle it and toughen up and suck it up buttercup and bite the bullet and go on about your business. When you cannot get off your couch, out of your bed, touch your door handle to walk outside, you have to crawl to get in your shower. Yep. In there. And you can't control it. And, and you know, <laughs> it, 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 until you experience some kind of mental health issue, and I'm not saying, you know, the people that are that are psychos or, I mean, everything that are serial killers and all this, something's happened somewhere. They've got a mental illness. Yeah, it's it's, it's manifested as so that. It's, it, it's And then if you look at the numbers of, of the, the suicide rate, not just military, not just first responders, yep. you look at the whole suicide rate and you you you, you see a problem. And and the, the stigma that goes with it is like it's completely looked down upon 
if and you tip, ask for help, right? If you ask for help, yeah, that's what it is. It's the asking for help is what's looked down upon. And 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 the people and you know in, in our state, I dealt with it 2018. I had to tell my doctors, I'm not here for drugs. I'm here for help. And that's bad. And that's terrible because there is the drug epidemic. There is the ones out here screwing the system that screws the people that need it. And you know, and on the other hand, too, is you have people that don't know how to handle it. Right. I'm going to be straight with you. If, if 2018, and I mean, personally, direct, if I didn't have a wife that knew how to deal with it, things would have got real bad. Oh, yeah. Because she knew how, I mean, she, she we've known each other all our lives. We've been married as of this last week, 23 years. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, but she knew how to deal with me. At hey, first, this, y'all, 2020, a man in his early 40s and his wife have been married to each other for 20-some years. 23 years, and we have been together since we were 16. Okay, so, you know, when they throw you out these stats about marriages ending in divorce, the other half ends in death, so good luck with that, bud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, I'm just back but, to a serious note. I had to... But you like... <laughs> Levity in the thing there. But you 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 look at it and it it's it's right there. I mean, if, if people don't know how to deal with it personally, people's families don't know how to deal with it. I've got a uh, a soldier coming to speak of how he's dealt with stuff. Um, he told me straight up when I asked him to come and, and speak that he personally doesn't have any issues, but he's dealt with it with his brothers and sisters in the military. I have a man that's near and dear to my heart that on the outside of, of my direct family done more than he'll ever know for me. And that's, uh, Rance Berry. Um, Rance is coming to, uh, he's coming to speak. That's a good dude. Um, I'm going to speak. Good. There'll be things said that day that probably nobody knows or a select few. Right. Um, it's just going to be a good time. I want it. I don't want it to be Debbie Diner Day. It's it's family friendly, all ages, no crap. It's and some really good bands and some really good artists. Really I mean, we, I said we've got we got really awesome bands. We've got really great, phenomenal artists coming up. Pick your piece of art art up. These artists are going to donate a percentage of what they sell that day to 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 the to the charity. Uh, the food trucks are going to donate a percentage of what they make that day to the charity. We're going to be accepting donations all throughout the day. The raffles, everything that we make, every dime will be going to this. Well, I'll tell you uh, what I'm going to do right now, little brother. What's that? I'm going to do an original acrylic on canvas of Johnny D and the logo for the Mountain Artist Democracy, and I'm going to donate it to the club to be auctioned well, sweet. on stake. Sweet, thank you. I want you to do that and send the proceeds to that. That way, if I do not make it, which I plan on trying to, or if I can't stay all day, that uh, myself and the podcast and, you know, from me and mine, who's been through a lot of it myself, I will be donating a piece of original artwork. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're very welcome. I mean, it's, like I said, this is this is a day of, of awareness and, and celebration. Yeah. It, it's... I don't want it to be a negative thing. I want it to be a positive and people to leave here, leave there that day and go, I'm not alone. I can, I know, I mean, there's going to be, 
I've got Hopewell Community Services that have jumped on as our first tier one great, sponsor. Great organization. Um, actually, uh, they've been making the news lately. Yes, they have. Yep. Um, the 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 organization that we're donating to, they are going to be there with a full booth and full staff with information and and stuff that you can take home and and talk to your kids, talk to yourself, your siblings, your 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 better halves, husbands, wives, a, ancient aliens. I don't care. <laughs> But you'll be able to walk away with something from that day. So it, it's, like I said, I'm very, you know, this come up two years ago. We tried and to plan it. Emotional support donkey. I don't know if the city nitro allow it, but <laughs> I can call you and contact the Canal County Animal Shelter and see if they'll allow that there. Come on, donkey. Come on, donkey. But, you know, it, it's just, it's going to be awesome. I'm very proud of what we've done so far. And hopefully next year it'll be bigger and better. But I gotta get this year first. Awesome, awesome. That is, uh, you know, I want to bring that up, and I knew there'd be, we'd have a few minutes to talk about that. That's why we've had a third segment tonight, and you know, I wanted to make sure because as recently as last Tuesday night was a gigantic anxiety attack. No, it wasn't Tuesday night. Wednesday. No, it was Tuesday. Sunday night. night after the podcast. It was Sunday night after the podcast. Yes, that's what it was. A week ago tonight. Because I was actually listening to the podcast when you messaged me. I read and yes, I listened to it afterwards to make sure I didn't sound like a complete and total tool. Uh, I reached out to a little brother for some help. I spent about two hours with a uh, pretty strong, pretty bad anxiety attack. I am on a good medication for it. It works most of the time. But sometimes things just overwhelm. Uh, with the uh, situation with the heart cath coming and uh, different things work. Well, work's not real stressful, but you always worry about you're going to make it to work and can you pay your bills. Well, it doesn't have that. That's the kicker. It doesn't have to be anything serious. Well, no, you let things. It, it could be something insignificant. You, uh, one of mine. One of mine. It, it it's not small, but at the same time, it's not super, and it's not present at that time. One of my things was I questioned my own immortality or my own mortality. Mortality, mortality right, excuse right, me. Right. Um, that was the biggest thing I had to come to you okay. know to, to come to realize. I had to express to my wife of what I wanted if something happened to me right. or when it happens to me. Oh, yeah. And that scared the hell out of me. I understand. But I when understand. I did it, it was a ton of bricks off my chest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, we, we, we lost dad yeah. and we lost Derby and we lost Huey and we lost all this. And all of a sudden, you, you, you have to, quote unquote, man up and deal with it, the situation. But man enough's not always good. No. If you can't deal with it, you, you have to deal with it. And people deal with it in their own time, their own ways. Right. But eventually you have to. And I didn't. I went on and tried to be the metalhead that I am and dog cop and go on about my business. Right. And five years later, it cripples me. Right. You know, one of the most embarrassing moments in my life, and it, it's, a, it's a joke now that, I don't know if I may have said it last week, week before last, one day I was literally in the middle of an anxiety attack so what? bad I'm sorry. that I had to go talk to my boss. I couldn't be there anymore. Work was just really, really bad. And uh, I was, I collapsed, sitting Indian style against the wall, crying my eyes out in front of my boss. Not just a coworker, my direct chief humane officer, Cried my eyes out uncontrollably. That it's embarrassing, but now that I look at it, you know it. It was I had to do it. 
Yeah. And it, it, it did open his eyes up, I personally think, to things that, that he wasn't aware of. He didn't know how to deal with it. Didn't know, to deal with, right. Didn't know how as a as a as a boss, director, you know, whatever, that he didn't wasn't sure how to deal with. But it was very damn embarrassing. So anyways. I will catch you, Shardy. Don't you worry about it. Well, and you brought up something that um about pop. And <laughs> I miss my pop. We miss our pop every day. Wow. I especially sit in here and look around at tons of his things I've got saved and put up. Just because of that. But what I wanted to bring up is February. And it's odd that we bring it up tonight. Because uh, today would have been Gino Gene Kretz from the Black Swamp chapter of the Brothers in Blue Motorcycle Club, a Vietnam vet a police officer and a wonderful man would have been his birthday. Um, happy birthday, you know, we miss you. Also earlier this week, because you brought up 2013, February 5th would have been Derby's birthday. So Shane, we miss you brother. Happy birthday. Sorry. Uh, you I'm, that up I'm telling you right now, bub. I, um, I I knew Shane for years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was Shane. Then, to me, he became Derby once he with with the Brothers in Blue. Uh, great, great man. Uh, I met Gino, and the funny story about meeting Gino is is I see this gentleman walk down the street, came from Ohio to see my band play, yep. as well as a bunch from New Jersey yep. to see my band play. I talk to him outside. We shake hands. We're outside just talking. We go in and, and play the show. Great show. Great night. Everybody had an awesome time. There's a video of us and Ditch and Gino. Um, I think Gunner was still a prospect then yeah. for you guys. Well, they we're right up front. I'll never forget. They were right up front in my face. Ditch is trying to make fun of me to get me to break my stage, you know, appearance and stuff. But there's a video of of Gino headbanging, headbanging yep. to my metal band. Yep. I mean, and we're not metal, blah, 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 metal. We're, but we're we were pretty, you know, hardcore. Pretty hardcore. Yeah. But I still have that video come up, and I will never. That's my memory of Gino, and and I didn't know him as well as you guys did. Yeah. But I respected the man himself. I've yeah. heard so many stories, and I and I said I talked to him that night, and 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 but but to come down from Ohio to see a little podunk. Hillbilly band was just an honor. At a hole in the wall barn. At a hole in, you know, it, it, it's, it was awesome. And, you know, much love and, and respect to both of those because they, they impacted a lot of people's lives. More than you'll ever know. Oh, yeah. I mean, more. It's, um, but yeah. Gino, Gino, I remember one of my final memories of Gino before he got really bad sick was he came down and uh, he loved ACDC. Mm -hmm. He loved Thunderstruck. And dude, he'd get up and and he would he would headbang and even in his wheelchair, he's sitting there banging his feet and trying to you know trying to stand and headbanging and stuff. And he was just a good dude. He was really good to a lot of people. He was close to a lot of the other members of the club. Um, uh, and he will be missed. Uh, as far as Shane, I knew Shane from when he was in middle school, uh, and all the way up through through the fire service and through school and to a whole lot of stupid parties we did as younger, we younger. There was a group of us, about 
five or six that when cell phones, cell phones first started, we would do uh, 80s hairband challenges. Name that tune. How many notes would it take before you could name an 80s hairband song? And uh, Amos and myself and Shane and Jamie Burgess, and I can't remember if there's anybody else or not, would get in this battle of calling people up and playing just a blurb of a song to see who could get it named faster. And uh, that was that was pretty cool. Anything else for tonight, Bob? Uh, I, I don't know. Where we, where we at? Uh, we we still got like ten minutes. Uh, we'll on get this one. We'll get the whole ten we minutes. Can go, we can go as long as you want to. Uh, it's to like almost tonight, nine. Yeah. So, but uh, I'll continue the ten minutes at least. Um, I will be uh, off work uh, for a few days until I can get fully recovered before the doctor releases me to go back. Uh, I do check. Instagram and Facebook quite often. Uh, there is a page on Facebook linked off of my personal page, Bill Martin on Instagram or uh, Facebook. And I can see if I can give you my Instagram handle thing here. I'm not even sure what it is. Um, and it might be BiffTats2000 on Instagram. You could steal that if it didn't change it. Um, but uh, I'd like to, uh, to give a shout-out to some other things, to the J-Bomb and Hoodie Save the Planet podcast. Uh, these guys are working real hard and do a good podcast. It's funny. I'm telling you, this podcast, is, is I love it. I love being a co-host, and, and we cut up, and we get serious, and cut up, and make fun of people, and make fun of each other. But if you want a good laugh, and you want a good just, I'm talking, don't have, don't, don't be a wuss and can't handle, you know, some mouths, but that podcast is great. It's funny. It's hilarious. The characters they've got that come on there, um, those two, like they've just got a good they've got a good chemistry. They work together. Um, tonight, Putty made a live video that they didn't do one this week. J Bomb's been sick, uh, and he even stated that he's not going to do a podcast without J Bomb, and J Bomb won't do one without him. That's cool. And that's the way it should be. Well, it is and, 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 Buddy, and they and, and it has to be those two because oh, yeah. I'm telling you, man, that the just the record they have back and forth, yeah, and, and you know, it, it, it's a great thing. Like I, it, it's well, we've both been guests on it you at the same time, times, and then once again we do it together. Um, uh, there is also Shade Tree Surgeon out of Tampa, Florida. He is a content creator on YouTube and on Instagram. Uh, if you can check him out, he. He builds motorcycles in his little garage about the size of my studio. Pretty cool guy. I believe his, his name is Josh, I think, if I'm horrible, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong. I'd like to give him a shout-out on the podcast. Uh, I've got to know him through through Instagram and watching his videos. Um, he likes all types of motorcycles, which we may bring up later about it because we're getting into some trades on some, on some bike parts and, and things like that maybe. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. I will have a, I do have some guests scheduled oh. for the future. Um, we will be having uh, Hillbilly Cruz state president, <laughs> Lulu Daniel, will be on the podcast <laughs> probably the first weekend in March or the first week of March or so. Real quick, I asked her the other night. I was like, because Lulu's a great person, great artist. She, she's one of us. And I asked her, I was like, hey, Lulu. Heard you're going to be on the podcast. She's like, yeah. So I didn't think you wanted to like be on the podcast because you're not like a, a speaker. 
I was like, were you drunk when you answered him? Yes. And I was like, so, okay. So you actually answered, you, you text drunk that you would be on the podcast. Yes. So my thing is, she said she'd be here. She better be here. So, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I've known her long enough that I'll tear her high. I mean, yeah. It could be great. <laughs> uh, we will be probably having the monthly roundtable again, first part of March. We'll have Hoss and Aquaman back on here to just sit around and shoot the breeze and make fun of Hoss. And I can't, definitely. And I can't wait until we do the All Martin podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have gonna have all four of us boys on here. Um, and we're just going to shoot the breeze and uh, probably harass each other. It'll probably. You'll probably get to know way too much of, about four Martin boys than you ever wanted to know. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we'll have to see how that goes. Big Brother will smack us all and keep us in line like he always has for 51 years, 52 years. So, you know. <laughs> also, oh, I got with him today. I have to schedule for the future. I don't have it on here on date yet. But another Hillbilly Crew member is going to be on the podcast uh, because of some of my interest in the world. Like I said, when we started the podcast, is we may talk about anything because I like a lot of stuff. And Jedi. We'll be sitting in on a podcast one night. We'll be discussing and critiquing the uh, the, the Star Wars situation in the world. Uh, I'm telling you, you want to know, you want the lowdown on Star Wars? Yeah, that's the cat. Zach's a cool cat. Um, there's a there's a couple of my buddies that I've got coming um, uh, that are going to be on the podcast to discuss bad movies and movies in general. Uh, a couple of my friends, from, well, one of them been friends since I was in middle school, high school. And another friend that I made a few years back that we actually found out that we met each other 14 years ago. And I didn't even realize that I'd known him this long. But Mike and Barney will be on the podcast sometime in April, I believe. But I'm going to try to get them sooner because these guys are, they're hilarious. Uh, Barney, you've known Barney since you were little. Yeah. Barney Morris is is insane. I truly believe that he, he, he was just, he fell off the wrong side of the tree and hit every limb coming down. So we'll have them on there, and uh, but the future seems to be doing well for the podcast. Um, I'd appreciate you share it and tell your friends about it and promote it. And, you know, maybe one of these days we'll. Uh, we'll I think I think we ought to have the pirate. I think we ought to uh, have Blackbeard on here. Well, yeah, you know, I didn't even know Blackbeard was a listener. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Okay, if not, he well, will be. I'm telling you right now, Blackbeard is welcome on that couch anytime he's willing to come in. Oh, hell, I said on something taller. Well, I mean, we may have to get the bar stool. He's, he's a, like nine feet tall. He's a tall dude with one leg, so yeah, it may have uh, to be rough. Well, he's not winning any bucket contest. You know? <laughs> Love you, Blackbeard. You uh, know that. You know that. Um, I know that some other people from from the club that I would like to at least once we can figure out how to get this working and get some call ins. Oh God. Uh, we'll get some other people on here, um, but I'm having a good time with it. I'm having a great time. Uh, yeah, actually, this gives me something to. Uh, you know, I go to church on Sunday and I sit around and don't do anything. I usually rest. It is a day of rest for me. And the podcast we do Sunday night and release it. And uh, hope everybody enjoys it. And if anybody contact me, if you want to be on the podcast, if you've got something that you think is pertinent and informative or just hilarious that you'd like to bring on the podcast, let me know. I'm not that hard to get rid of, get a hold of. I'm not hard to get rid of, but I'm not that hard to get a hold of. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm around the house. I work. Uh, but we can get you on here. Now, um, I'm not going to come in here and, and debate politics, religion, or 
you know, I'm not going to get real cerebral with you, but if you want to have a discussion about something, you got to have an announcement you want to make. Let me know, and we'll, we'll see what we can do. Uh, if you don't like the podcast, shut it off and shut up and don't listen to me anymore. I don't care. Uh, I'll do this because we enjoy it. I brought you on here because I think it's great. Oh, yeah. I have I a great time. We have a great time doing it. And But it, all in all, like I said, you don't have to listen to this. There's a million things out there to listen to. If about two minutes into it or two seconds into it, you go, this guy sucks. He talks funny because he's got no upper teeth. I don't want to hear him anymore. Shut it off. I don't care because I'm going to keep making them until I'm told to do something else. Good night, y'all. Meow. Yeah.